Speaking of Travel is brought to you by the Asheville Regional Airport, your local connection to the world. And when you fly home, you're home. Plan your next trip at flyavl.com. Prestige Subaru, outfitting Western North Carolina for adventure with the 2019 Crosstrek. Find out how to make it yours at PrestigeSubaru.com. Chimney Rock at Chimney Rock State Park. Experience the best of the mountains in one place. Begin your trip at ChimneyRockPark.com. And Leapfrog Tours, offering tours and transportation so you can enjoy the beauty, adventure, and culture of Western North Carolina. Find out more at LeapfrogTours.com. Welcome to Speaking of Travel with Marilyn Ball. Sit back and be carried away to places around the world and right here in our own backyard. No passport required. Hi, this is Marilyn Ball, and you're listening to Speaking of Travel right here on 570 WWNC. Now be sure to visit the Speaking of Travel website, that's speakingoftravel.net, and sign up for the Speaking of Travel Travel Club. You'll receive the latest travel news and travel tips and some really cool upcoming vacation destination opportunities. So just go to the website, speakingoftravel.net, and there will be... uh, a place for you to sign up. And remember, you can always listen to this episode of Speaking of Travel or any past episode with a simple click on the Speaking of Travel website on the iHeartRadio app, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. Well, today I'm beginning a summer road trip through the beautiful Blue Ridge Mountains of Western North Carolina. My first stop is Brevard, a really lovely small town surrounded by some of the most majestic scenery in all of North Carolina. And it's home to the Brevard Music Center, an internationally known summer music institute and festival. I love this place. It's situated on a spectacular 180-acre wooded campus, and it's really one of the country's premier summer training programs and festivals. And I'm here with Callie Jamis Venere E., the Center's Director of Marketing and Communications, and I'm so excited to have this backstage opportunity to find out more about the Brevard Music Center. Callie, thank you so much for being on the show today. Well, thank you for having me, and welcome to Brevard Music Center. We're delighted to have you here. We're delighted to have you here, and it's an exciting week for us because um, we are, as you mentioned, both a summer music institute and festival. Um, Every season, from between seven to ten weeks, we bring in the next generation of emerging musicians, the best of the best across the country, if not across the world. We get many from outside of North America. And they come here, there's about 500 students who travel here to study with an incredible faculty. We have 80 faculty from major um, orchestras, universities, conservatories across the country. And everybody convenes on our campus. We have, in addition to a 180-acre campus, 150 buildings on this campus. And so our students live here, uh, rehearse here, perform here, eat in the cafeteria together with faculty, and they just have an incredible experience over that seven to ten weeks. Um, that's really, many of them use the word transformative. They are just inspired by 
being surrounded by such beautiful nature and the environment that we're in, as well as being transformed by the educational experience they have when they get here. Well, Callie, I am inspired just sitting here. There's definitely a magic vibe going on as soon as you drive into this campus. It feels like a a summer camp, uh, but there are people walking. And uh, so give me some idea of the mission of the Brevard Music Center and how really give us a little history of how it all began. Well, uh, the, we, as I mentioned, we are a mission-driven summer music festival, so all of our core festival programming is created in support of our mission, which is to teach gifted young musicians to prepare and perform great musical works at a high artistic level. So unlike other summer music festivals that your listeners might experience, um, where they go to hear the music, and there might be kind of a educational outreach portion of that festival in some way. All of the programming that is in the core portion of our festival is what our students need to learn to make the decision as to whether or not they want to pursue a career in music. So we have both a high school and a college division. Our students range in age from approximately 14 to 27 years of age. The opera students tend to be on the um, older, the higher end of of that spectrum. And so what we're really doing is building our core classical programming and opera and chamber around the pieces and the repertoire and the composers that they need to learn in order to go from high school to studying in higher education, or if they're college, to move on to a professional career, if that is their choice. We also have many students who've come here over um, the years. We've been around since 1936, who might not choose to go professionally into orchestral work or opera singers, but they make a contribution to the arts. They're, They're lifelong ambassadors for the arts and arts lovers as teachers or professors or doctors or whatever discipline um, or, or career they choose to pursue after they come here. But it's a really wonderful experience for them. Um, our One of our most famous alums is our artistic director, Keith Lockhart, who came to the Music Center. He's been coming to the Music Center over 50 years. His grandparents first brought him when he was age eight, and he subsequently studied here in 1974 and 75. And then he became the artistic director of the Music Center about 12 to 13 years ago. And he's also principal conductor of the Boston Pops and uh, chief guest conductor of the BBC Concert Orchestra. So he's just, it's wonderful to have uh, Maestro Lockhart here. He brings such a wonderful educational experience to our students and a wonderful experience to our audiences. We have about 40,000 attendees that come here over that seven to 10 week summer music festival. And so it's just a beautiful experience in a beautiful setting. um, That's, uh, you know, it's just a wonderful, wonderful experience, both for our students who get to perform on stage, many of them with their faculty that they're studying with. So they're not only rehearsing in the rehearsal rooms with them or interacting with them in the cafeteria, but they have the opportunity to be on stage with them and have that experience, that educational experience, or because they're exposed to almost 100 concerts and events um, and multiple musical genres. So it's not just classical 
and chamber and symphony opera chamber, but we do some jazz and we do some classical guitar and a little bluegrass. We're doing a rhythm and blues this weekend with The Temptations and the Four Tops. Michael Feinstein is coming in to do the American Songbook. And in his instance, he's also performing on stage with our Brevard Festival Orchestra. So some of the of our students get that opportunity to perform with these legendary guest artists um, we have an artist, two artists at the end of our season, sort of what we call our postseason. Uh, Lau Lovett is coming back with his large band on August the 8th. And then Bela Fleck is um, doing year two of his banjo, Blue Ridge Banjo Camp. He initiated that last year in um, 2018. It's the first ever banjo camp that he put his name to, and he did it here at the Brevard Music Center. And then he does a finale concert around that experience for the students with his faculty and last year it sold out so we're excited to have him back bring his students who come from all over the world um, and then do that finale concert that'll be on august the 17th that will be our last performance of the 2019 festival season and tell me again how long the season goes it's starting right now right it's starting our main kind of core season runs um opens this weekend on june the 21st and runs through august the 4th we're doing an incredible season finale keith lockhart is conducting that of Mahler two with um if you've ever been to our season finale in past years uh, we have hundreds of artists on stage chorus orchestra it's always a magnificent masterpiece of a of a performance our season finale. So it runs June the 21st. We're opening this weekend with an all Tchaikovsky concert with our principal guest conductor, Joanne Folletta. Um, and then we're doing the Temptations and the Four Tops on Saturday. We're doing Respighi's Church Windows on Sunday. And then we kind of do an extended opening weekend with Michael Feinstein coming in with his That's Entertainment show with orchestra on Tuesday the 25th. And then we go all the way through to August the 4th. Before that, we do a few preseason performances. So we've done, um, to date, a classical guitar performance with our um, the head of our classical guitar program, Adam Holtzman, and his guests. We had a sellout concert with uh, jazz saxophonist uh, David Sanborn, um, and then we did another Jazz at Brevard concert um, with our faculty and our students. This is also very exciting, Callie. How can somebody get more information about the Brevard Music Center? Of course. Um, you can come onto our campus. Our box office is now open. We're at 349 Andante Lane uh, in Brevard. You can call 828-862-2105. That's the box office number. Or you can go right online to brevardmusic.org. Right to our homepage. There's lots of information take you to ticketing, more information about us, directions on how to get here, and so forth. That is awesome. Well, when we come back, we'll be talking with Virginia Carter from the Brevard Music Center, who is getting ready to, she's celebrating her 25th anniversary. This is Marilyn Ball. I'm on the road, and I'm here at the Brevard Music Center.
Chimney Rock at Chimney Rock State Park's annual pass holders can look forward to endless adventures. The Outcroppings Trail to the park's iconic chimney is the ultimate stairmaster. Hike with your kids to Hickory Nut Falls, one of the tallest waterfalls east of the Mississippi, or take the new Skyline Trail to the top of the mountain. Pass holders are treated to exclusive events as well as special deals at the park and area attractions. Upgrade your day ticket to an annual pass during your visit. Your business trip shouldn't start with a road trip. Hundreds of global destinations are just one connection away, starting at Asheville Regional Airport. Fly Allegiant, American, Delta, Elite, and United. Asheville Regional Airport, your local connection to the world. Visit flyavl.com to plan your next trip. Hi, I'm Ann Smith with LeapFrog Tours. Whether you're a local or visiting Western North Carolina for the first time, LeapFrog Tours offers fun opportunities to explore the area from beer to art and everything in between. We offer tours with set itineraries, custom excursions, and transportation services all over the area. We can help you explore, enjoy, and experience the beauty and culture of Western North Carolina. Learn more at leapfrogtours.com. Green is good. Local food, less oil. Renewable energy, sustainable peace. Tree hugger. Say no to GMOs. Be kind to animals. Don't eat them. Go solar. Coexist. Don't buy a dog. Rescue one. Keep Asheville weird. We just read the bumper stickers on the back of a Subaru. Welcome to Subiville. Prestige Subaru. On the web at PrestigeSubaru.com. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. Let me see what spring is like. Hi, this is Marilyn Ball. Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm here at the Brevard Music Center, and it is just the most beautiful day. I'm sitting in the forest. There are um, people around. I can hear music off in the background. There's just so much going on. And I'm excited because I have here with me now Virginia Carter. Virginia's been here for 25 years at the Brevard Music Center. And Virginia, you and I had met actually quite some time ago. And it's so exciting to be here now and be back with you after all these years. I, it's wonderful. It's it's great to see you again. And I think, um, you know, the fact that we reconnected after so many years um, is kind of a testament to how this place brings people together year after year. Um, you know, we just happened to see each other at the end. I think it was our season finale. Was it last year, maybe? Um, and I, I see so many people year after year that keep coming back that I don't get to visit with every season. Um, but there's something that binds us all together here. Even um, as as staff, we are we are all bound together by the love of music, um, the love of our mission here, the students, the faculty. Um, all blend together into this magnificent place that we call home and Brevard Music Center. Well, you know, one thing that I feel really strongly about uh, as soon as I get here on campus is a sense of community that, um, and Callie was talking about that earlier, of all the students and the faculty who come here, they share everything. They share their music, they share their, uh, their, their dining experiences. Everybody is here together, 
as part of a community. And let's talk a little bit about that because you have quite a history here at Brevard Music Center. You are the vortex, in a way, of the community. So talk a little bit about how that feels to you, because you've got people who come in and out, and you may never see them again, some of these students. How does that feel when people are here and you're all connected? Uh, it's, uh, gosh, that's a that's a big question with a big answer. Um, I, you know, I think one of the one of the things that has kept me here for the twenty five years um, that keeps me coming back every year um, is the unique experience that we all have, and I think this is one of the catapults for what brings people back year after year. Um, you know, I can remember back in one of my very early years, I used to help write the um, uh, etude newsletter that Callie now does, which is received by many, many people. Um, and I can remember one of the stories that I wrote back then was about um, the transformation of the students here when they come. You know, they come as very young um, you know, 14, 15, 16-year-olds, and they leave with a piece of information and a bit of experience and knowledge that they absolutely didn't have when they got here. And when you can, when you can experience that on the outside, you know, you're not the one going through it, but when you can see people come here and go through that kind of transformation year after year after year, you know, I talk about it, I wrote that many, many years ago, but that story never changes. It happens every single year that I'm here. And while my position here is, you know, I'm, I'm more with the patrons and, you know, tickets and that kind of thing. But the students are a big part of this. You can't be here on campus and not be a part of that whole um, part of that, that element, that piece of the Brevard Music Center. Um, and it is, it is, transforming for all of us to see that kind of thing and emotional you know when we finish our season finale we're all we're all in tears and we're just you know we're we're not crying because it's well we do cry because it's over um but we cry because it's just it's just so fascinating and um emotional for all of us to go through that so i don't know if i think i got off on another track here but um you know, that's one of the really special and unique things about being here, and um, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Well, you're very, very um, fortunate to be a part of this because it really is such a magical place when you're looking at transfer transformation on that level and that it's all wrapped around the music. And as I'm sure you've recognized, the music is the the string it's the connector for everything uh through history uh through humanity it's the music and here you are right in the middle of all of that and even more spectacular you're in the forest mm -hmm. so you've got all of that all of those elements happening that are really uh I don't, it's supernatural almost in a way. So tell me a little bit about what it's like for you now as you're, as you've been here all these years, um, 
do you see do you see much change or or is it staying pretty constant in in that level of magic uh you know i think it it changes every year uh you know one year may have um um you know there may be something magical or special about the programming that we have and the next year it's not that that's not as magical but there's <clears throat> something else that really captures the essence of the you know the the uniqueness the ambiance the the magic the all of that um and it changes from year to year it's kind of what what helps keep things fresh here so that it never gets boring it's never you know the same record over and over it's never the same music over and over again because it's always played by different people different um, you know, it has a different uh, feel to it every year, and um, it gets better and better. Our students become more and more talented. You know, our we have the the most amazing faculty, and um, it's always fresh. And where are these students coming from? Are they coming from uh, the region or from all over the world? And how do they even uh, get here? Well, they come from all over the world. Um, you know, we have students from China. We we have them from Egypt. We have them from everywhere you you can imagine. And it's a it's a highly competitive program. Um, and um, you know, the 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 our faculty bring many many um, incredible students with them. You know, we our faculty come from some of the. Um, most prestigious conservatories and um and they have a, a tremendous following and um their students like to follow them we you know we have over 2500 applications um each year for about 500 spots so it's it's extremely competitive um yeah and i i hope that answers your question it definitely does it's really just so amazing to think that all over the world people are connected to the Brevard Music Center and I especially just really love uh, the fact that so many of these students are young I mean we're talking teenagers and you know when you envision teenagers you don't think of them as being I want to go live in the forest for the summer and play music but they really do. They do. They they leave their home and they come spend, you know, close to eight weeks, uh, seven to eight weeks here with us in an, in in most cases unfamiliar territory. But they are they are meshed with you know four or five hundred people that love the same thing that they love, and they are they are all here experiencing the same kind of thing um together you know it's it seems like such a big world and you know oh my gosh I don't know anybody but again by the end of the summer there's friendships made here that are going to last a lifetime and um it's so special to be able to be a part of that I I'm I feel so fortunate well I every time I come here I just feel that um uh, there's something happening that is just so so special, and I love the idea that um, that the alumni connect, they become friends. Uh, in fact, 
coming up, we've got Andrew Parker, Parker, as he's called here at Brevard Music Center, an alumni who is back and now the artistic coordinator. So there's longevity. Virginia, I can't thank you enough for being on the show. Tell us again how we can get in touch, find out more. Uh, you can always call the box office. Uh, our phone number is uh, 828-862-2105. We have all of our information posted on our website, and that's brevardmusic.org. If you want to buy tickets, you can just put a slash tickets on the end of there. Uh, we have ticket prices um, available for all all ranges. We have lawn tickets starting at $20. Um, and uh, you can always call me. Call Virginia. I'll be happy to answer any questions that I can. Well, Virginia, I will be calling you. I want to get together so we can have coffee again. I would love that. This is Marilyn Ball. You're listening to Speaking of Travel. I'm Ann Smith with Leapfrog Tours. We love showcasing Western North Carolina, where there's a little something for everyone. You can sip your way through the extensive craft beer scene, see elk in their natural habitat, learn about the benefits of hemp and CBD at a sustainable farm, go on a history lesson along the French Broad River. And those are just a few examples of our fun tours. Learn more about our tour and transportation services at leapfrogtours.com. This is Tina Kinsey with Asheville Regional Airport, and I have a travel tip for you today. When you're traveling, bring an extra credit card and keep it in a separate location than your wallet. So just think what happens if you lose your wallet or it's stolen or one credit card is compromised or stops working. Consider the second credit card your backup and only use it in a situation in which, you, in which you can't use your primary card. And then always have a little stash of cash just in case. It's also a good idea to keep information about your credit card with you when you travel. You know, your credit card number and the customer service phone number so you have the information you need should your information be stolen or lost. Thanks for listening. Asheville Regional Airport. Take the easy way out. Every story has its beginning, a starting point from which it wanders the long and winding road, weaving its way toward the final word. It is on this road where the greatest moments often lie, where memories are made, lessons are learned, and where experiences can be valued forever. Each story is a journey, blind to what lies ahead and conditioned by the road behind. While the destination may or may not be known, each journey is unique, unfolding in the moment and defined by those at the wheel. Regardless of where your journey takes you, it remains yours to create. Embrace the journey. Find your ride at PrestigeSubaru.com. Explore one of Western North Carolina's most iconic places at Chimney Rock State Park. Six hiking trails and animal discovery den. Rock climbing with instructors from Fox Mountain Guides. Guided hikes and more. Plan your adventure at ChimneyRockPark.com. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. Let me see what spring is like. Hi, this is Marilyn Ball. You're listening to Speaking of Travel. I'm here at the beautiful Brevard Music Center down in Brevard, North Carolina. The trip over from Asheville was just a lovely drive. It's a beautiful day. I'm having so much fun talking to people who have... Uh, who are here, who are part of this community. And here with me now is Andrew Parker, who goes by Parker, I understand. 
And Parker, you're an alum from the Brevard Music Center. Welcome to the show, and tell us a little bit about your background. Great. Thank you so much for having me. Um, So I am originally from New York, um, and I had learned about Brevard Music Center um, when I was a college student. Um, I was doing my master's at Yale, and another student um, that I was there with had gone here as a high school student. She was from South Carolina, and she had known about Brevard Music Center and told me a lot about it. And um, uh, I had started applying and said, you know, I, I heard it's so hard to get in, and then I didn't apply. And then the next year, I did the same thing. And I did this for a couple of years until all of a sudden I just said, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and do it. And I applied, and I got in, and I was thrilled. So I had a chance to come here. Um, and it is a really amazing experience at this festival festival different than many other festivals where you go and you play an orchestra and you study what's with a particular teacher um here as a college student you get the opportunity to come and actually sit next to a faculty member in orchestra rehearsal which is really different from many many other festivals out there and it's a unique experience um, that i learned a huge amount from um and it's something that really pushed my career forward um, to doing what I do now. Um, and that sort of brought me to where I am with Brevard Music Center today, which is I'm the artistic administrator, um, and where I oversee our guest artists, I oversee our faculty and their needs during the summer here, and I run all of our stu- student chamber music series um, that we have, and those are free public performances that we offer. Um, and so these are different things that I am now now doing and going here prepared me for uh, going out and making a career in music. Well, when you were at Yale, was music your major at that point? Yes, I um, have my undergrad, my master's and my doctorate all in oboe performance. Um, And um, so when I came here, I I was studying music already, um, and this just sort of continued my studies throughout the summer, which is a big thing for um, college and high school students. Um, It's important as performers that we continue playing throughout the summer, and we don't just put our instrument down at the end of the school year and pick it back up again in September. You really need to keep that going. It's just like athletes. Everyone talks about musicians being athletes, and we really are. It's all muscle memory, and if you stop going to the gym or you stop doing long distance running, you lose that muscle memory and you have to gain it all back again. Um, And it's important to take breaks, obviously, with our bodies so we don't overuse our bodies. But it's also important to not take a completely stop. Um, Otherwise, you have to really sort of retrain your body again. So going and doing summer study is a huge part of being a student in the music world. That is really beautiful, and to be able to do that study here in the um, beautiful Blue Ridge Mountains of North Carolina, surrounded by the forest, and and a community of loving, caring, talented uh, people who are not only training you in your music, but also in leadership, which is what I'd like to talk to you about, because here you went from being a college student uh, to moving towards what you might have envisioned as a career move, but 
something obviously happened more as a transition for you. Uh, give us a little of uh, an idea of how that unfolded. Sure. Um, and it's ever changing. Um, things are, are changing for me now. You know, I had always thought I'd go out like many of us, we go into music and we just assume, Oh, we're going to win a job with an orchestra and life's going to be grand and wonderful. And a lot of people do make that um, transition into the orchestral performing world. But there's so many options um, that are out there for young musicians. You can become a performer. You can go into arts administration. Um, you could become uh, an artist manager. You could become a recording engineer. And it all comes from this love for performance that we all have, and then we can veer off. I finished my doctorate. And um, I was thinking to myself, well, now what, now what do I do? I got my doctorate because I always wanted to be a college professor. That was the direction I wanted to go in and, um, and perform and teach uh, and really work with, with young students. It was uh, young college students. It was, it's my passion. And so following this line of being at a music festival still kept me in that atmosphere um, and kept me around students um, and just being on the administration side of it. Um, and so I had that opportunity right out of school. Um, actually, Yale hired me back after I finished my doctorate to run their orchestral performance program. And I was there for about four years. And then a position here opened up and I decided that you know, I wanted to go back to another place that I had went and give back to these organizations that taught me so much as a student. Um, so I've been able to do that. Um, and um, I am actually, at, this is my last summer at Bavaria Music Center. I am changing my career direction again. And in August, I am actually accepting a position as a college professor. Um, so it's sort of come full circle. I came here knowing that someday I wanted to go out there and be a college professor and Brevard has given me um, the ability to learn, go out, finish school, come back, get the experience of being around our students again and being on the administrative side. And now it's giving me the opportunity to go back to my roots as a performer and a teacher. And it never would have happened if I hadn't been able to come back. So... Parker, you're moving me so much. It's such a wonderful story, and I'm sure there are many stories here at the Brevard Music Center of just amazing, um, life-changing transformations, as Callie had called them. Give us an idea of uh, maybe another student who has been able to move forward in a direction similar to maybe not exactly what you're doing. But again, it's the leadership, mm -hmm. the being, you know, to be able to gain from all this experience and move forward and be able to be of service and, and help others. Sure. Um, so there, I mean, there are people I went here with um, that have gone out to, to do things um, in the music world, um, as well as performers, um, as um, other uh, administrators as teachers. Um, my roommate here has actually gone off and won numerous panel competitions. Um, and um, I've sort of, I, we don't have much contact anymore, but you know, thank you to Facebook and social media. You can follow what people are doing. Um, and um, we currently have um, a faculty member here, um, Amy Porter, who is 
who is wonderful. She is a flute faculty member and she went to Brevard as a student and then went out and was a performer and played with professional symphonies and is now the professor of flute at University of Michigan and is now back here teaching at Brevard Music Center, another person who sort of came full circle. Um, And we have a lot of those people that I feel like uh, you constantly come back to Brevard. It's one of those places that once it's in your blood, it never leaves. Um, and you come here and you you do the slogan that we have, be here, be inspired, is, is so correct. You come here, you spend a summer, it really helps you find not just who you are as a musician, but who you are as a human being. And I think that is what pulls us back because we learned about us. We learned about, I learned about me. I learned about who I am. And um, Brevard allowed me to be that person. And being a musician is what I do and what I love. But there are so many other parts of me that Brevard let me learn about. And I think that's why we all love it. Well, I'm already loving you, Parker. (laughs) You're making me so happy. It's just such a wonderful story. Give me some highlights of what's going on here now. Sure. Um, So there's some... This season has some really fantastic concerts. Um, a couple that I love. Um, uh, the season finale, Mahler's Second Symphony, is just an amazing, moving piece of music that everyone should hear in their life. Um, uh, speaking of Amy Porter, she is actually playing a concerto this weekend with the Brevard Symphonia, which is our college orchestra. So it's great to see our faculty get out there and be soloists. Um, there's also a really fantastic, the Copeland Festival that we're doing is amazing. Uh, one concert in particular, Copeland in Mexico, where you're going to be learning interactively about his experiences learning about Mexican music and his work with um, Rivuel Das and how that influenced him. Um, So something a little bit more extensive. That all sounds so wonderful. Well, I wish you the best, Parker. It sounds like you're off on your career move that is going to take you to big places, and someday I'll be able to say I knew you when. (laughs) Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. This is Marilyn Ball. You're listening to Speaking of Travel. Your business trip shouldn't start with a road trip. Hundreds of global destinations are just one connection away, starting at Asheville Regional Airport. Fly Allegiant, American, Delta, Elite, and United. Asheville Regional Airport, your local connection to the world. Visit flyavl.com to plan your next trip. Hi, I'm Ann Smith with LeapFrog Tours. Whether you're a local or visiting Western North Carolina for the first time, LeapFrog Tours offers fun opportunities to explore the area from beer to art and everything in between. We offer tours with set itineraries, custom excursions, and transportation services all over the area. We can help you explore, enjoy, and experience the beauty and culture of Western North Carolina. Learn more at leapfrogtours.com. Green is good. Local food, less oil. Renewable energy, sustainable peace. Tree hugger. Say no to GMOs. Be kind to animals. Don't eat them. Go solar. Coexist. Don't buy a dog. Rescue one. Keep Asheville weird. We just read the bumper stickers on the back of a Subaru. Welcome to Subiville. 
Prestige Subaru. On the web at PrestigeSubaru.com. Visit Chimney Rock State Park once and you'll want to come back for more. Get an annual pass for unlimited visits to the park for a year, exclusive events and special deals at the park shops and restaurants, and more. Become an annual pass holder at ChimneyRockPark.com. Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars, and let me see what spring is like. Hi, welcome back to Speaking of Travel. This is Marilyn Ball. I'm your host. I'm here in Brevard at the Brevard Music Center, an internationally known summer music institute and festival. I've really had such a wonderful time getting to know uh, Callie, Jameis, Veneri is here back with us, Virginia Carter, talking about her memories of being here for 25 years, Andrew Parker, known as Parker, the alum who is just really um, such, such a special human being uh, with with just such a wonderful future ahead of him. Callie, I, am, I, I can't tell you how uh, just relaxing it feels as soon as you enter this campus uh, from Brevard. This is such an accessible place, and the, the scenery here, the outdoors, tell us a little bit about um, everything that's going on on this campus, not just the people live here, they eat here, but tell us about coming here for a, for a concert. Well, I'm a native Pittsburgher, so the first time I came here when I accepted this position, I was amazed. I had never been to this part of North Carolina, to the um, to the blue, beautiful Blue Ridge Mountains of Western North Carolina. So, just the you know, you do you drive onto this campus. We have two lakes. We have an upper lake, which is where our main auditorium is, the Whittington Fall Auditorium, which is an 1,800 seat open air auditorium with three to 400 lawn seating. And we talked a little bit about, you know, we are one of the few festivals that still allows you to bring in a picnic, food of your choice, beverage of your choice, sit out on the lawn. You can come in advance of the concert and have a picnic on the lawn. Um, we don't allow food inside the auditorium. Or if you want to just hang out on the lawn for the full concert, you can sit there with your blanket or your chairs. I've seen people bring flowers and tables and candelabras, and, you know, they really do it up. Um, so it's wonderful. Uh, we try and keep the pricing very accessible. Our lawn seating, as I think Virginia mentioned, begins at, at $20. And for adults, um, if they purchase a lawn seat, Kids under 17 are free with adults who buy a lawn seat, and students um, with a valid ID are always free on the lawn. So we um, really try to make our programming and our performances accessible. Uh, People can think of classical music and think it's sort of elite, and that's the furthest thing that we want them to think about. We want them to come here, have a wonderful experience, give them an accessible ticket price. They can bring their own picnic or we have great casual concessions. We have hot dogs and um, drinks and wine and beer and Pepsi products and uh, kiwi gelato, which is always uh, a favorite here. And we'll have popcorn when we do uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark in concert, which is the film with live symphony um, orchestra right on our stage. So we'll have the the big screen on the main stage and two screens on the lawn on either side of the lawn. And it's always a wonderful kind of family friendly performance. It's a wonderful opportunity for 
parents and families to introduce their kids to classical music that these kids have heard if they've seen Raiders of the Lost Ark, but they don't recall or they wouldn't think that it's this amazing score by John Williams. So it's it's a wonderful way to introduce um, people, audiences of all ages, to classical music. And I do have to say, you know, that, that um, it is definitely a community of um, musicians and our audience here is very special because they not only come for the programming, I'm at most every concert, and I typically stay until the end of the concert. And as they are exiting, oftentimes they're not saying, wow, what a wonderful concert, which it is. They're saying, wow, weren't our, weren't our kids great tonight? They're so proud of the kids and the mission here, and that brings them back time and time again, summer after summer. Many people... Uh, um, come to this area and decide to live in this area because of the Brevard Music Festival, um, because they've been in other areas, they love the beauty of this area, and the, we do have a world-class festival here that attracts these amazing students and faculty and these incredible guest artists that could go anywhere in the world, and they choose to come here to Brevard and come here time and time again, like Michael Feinstein, he's coming back. Um, the the temptations one of the two have been here before certainly Bela Fleck Lau Lovett you know Ricky Skaggs those type of uh, artists of all different genres come here and if it's their first time here they want to come back because they love the beautiful natural gorgeous setting again a very welcoming community of musicians non-competitive and they just they just love the surroundings and many Keith Locker will talk about with regard to um, many of the composers that we showcase in our season were inspired by nature and so the kids get to experience the beautiful the beautiful natural setting that inspired many of the pieces that they're about to perform on stage well the forest continues to grow and the Brevard Music Center continues to grow after all of these years. Where is the center headed down the road into the future? Where do you see the festival, the the center uh, over the next five years? Well, I, I see it just continuing to grow. We had box office records last year in terms of attendees and um, sales. So it just continues to grow. It keeps more people keep hearing about it. The caliber and reputation uh, continues to grow, not just regionally, but nationally and internationally. And we have a huge project, a real game changer that's going on right now on our campus. Uh, we're in the first phase of a two-year build. With um, We have what's called a Parker Concert Hall. It's um, going to be opening in the summer of 2020. And it's a beautiful 400-seat um, concert hall performing space. It's actually a multi, uh, multi-purpose multi venue because it primarily will be a concert hall. It will be our first ever year-round performance space because we don't have any venues here, performance spaces where we can perform year-round. They're all We're all kind of locked into the summer of kind of spring and early fall before the weather gets bad and we can't do performances. So the, the Parker Concert Hall is a 400-seat concert hall right on our upper lake. Again, it will open in summer of 2020. It will be the new home of our um, piano program. About a fifth of our student body are pianists. 
And um, right now they're performing in a less than what we consider optimal location. So this will be their new home, as well as the home for our chamber programming, um, our classical guitar, and our jazz programming. But outside of the summer festival season, it will give us the opportunity to provide additional programming throughout the year, but also serve as a wonderful gathering space for um, other organizations, a community gathering space here on our campus to introduce others to our campus, and then a real destination um, for people coming to North Carolina who want to do any type of conferences or retreats or weddings or graduations or whatever the special event or celebration might be, we will have the means to be able to do that in the concert hall because the seating um, system, which is from Belgium, actually retracts and pushes back all the way to the back of the concert hall. So from the back of the concert hall all the way to the front of the glass-enclosed lobby that overlooks the lake, you can set up any type of setup you might need for a conference or retreats or whatever event you're trying to organize. So we are really, really excited about it. We are very grateful to um, two amazing patrons um, who provided the lead gift to get this moving. So we're in the midst of a capital campaign to it's kind of phase two of our Challenge Among Friends campaign that really helped bring some new buildings, put in the acoustic panels that you saw at Whittington Full Auditorium, which really enhanced the sound, not only for our audience members, but for those individuals, for our musicians on stage to be able to hear one another. So this is phase two of that campaign um, that we're in, in the midst of right now to raise the funds. This is a $6 million concert hall, but we are so excited to have it here on campus, and it's going to be a real game changer for us. Well, I'm going to shout out right now for all my listeners to be sure that they contribute to this because once you've been here once, like Callie was saying, uh, for the musicians and the students, you're going to want to come back again and again. So put your put your money where your uh, seat will be maybe out on the lawn on your picnic blanket, bring the kids. This is a perfect environment to uh, to expand and, and even transform. Callie, I can't thank you enough for being on the show today and, and bringing in Virginia and Parker and uh, just being able to get a, a bigger overview of what's going on here at the Brevard Music Center because it, it, it seems so far away, but it's so close. It's very close. Right. Now, tell us again how we can uh, find out more. Sure. You can call 828-862-2105, which is our box office number. You can go to brevardmusic.org. And as Virginia mentioned, if you want to go right to purchasing tickets, you just add a uh, slash tickets on the end of that URL. Or you can come here right on campus. The box office is open. once the season starts, it'll be open more so, so check the hours on our website. But we are located at 349 Andante Lane in Brevard. Right in beautiful Brevard. Well, thank you again, Callie. This is Marilyn Ball. I'm on the road today. I'm in the beautiful, beautiful town of Brevard, North Carolina. I'm here at the Brevard Music Center. Go out and have a wonderful week. Go online, get your some tickets, and get yourself out here this summer for this festival because it is just fabulous. And remember, life is short. Don't postpone joy. Run!